Tonight's reading is from Psalm 142, which can be found on page 630 in the Bibles in front of you. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. In the path where I walk, people have hidden a snare for me. Look and see, there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. I cry to you, Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. Set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me, because of your goodness to me. When you try your best, but you don't succeed... When you get what you want, but not what you need. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep. Stuck in reverse. When the tears come streaming down your face, because you lose something you can't replace. When you love someone, but it goes to waste. What could be worse? Those are lyrics from Coldplay. Um... And they describe someone in a rather dark, sad place. Someone alone, someone sad, they're so tired they can't even sleep. Someone in despair. I don't know how you've come to church this evening. Maybe you're suffering from a time of loneliness, sadness. Maybe we're quite anxious tonight about coronavirus and how that's going to affect our lives, how that is affecting our lives right now. Well, whatever it may be, we're not alone in that. This evening we're looking at Psalm 142, which Abby has read for us. Uh, It would be helpful if you have it open in front of you. And in this psalm, we see someone in despair. It's David. He's in a cave. He's hiding from King Saul, who is after his life. You can read about that uh, after today in 1 Samuel 22, uh, if you'd like to. And David's in this cave. It's a dark place of despair and maybe that's something we can resonate with right now or based on on things that have happened in our lives in the past or things that will happen in our lives in the future this psalm is so helpful it's a place we can turn to uh, when we do go through times of despair And it teaches us that when in despair, God is there. And so that's the first thing we see in this psalm. The first thing we see is despair. And despair, I I looked up what it is. It's uh, the complete loss, absence of hope. 
And we're going to look at verses 3 to 4 to begin with. uh, And we really see that uh, with David here. His complete loss of hope. Verse 3 begins, it says, When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. David has a faint spirit. This time of despair, this time alone in this cave is dragging him down. He feels despair. He feels weary within his spirit. Emotionally and physically. You you can imagine him going to sleep at night and just facing the next day. It just seems impossible for him. Uh, I wonder if you feel that on a Monday morning. The alarm goes off and you just don't want to get out of bed. It's a bit of a struggle. But for David, this is that times ten or more. Uh, Facing the day for him would be a real struggle because of the dangerous situation that he finds himself in verse 3 continues in the path where I walk people have hidden a snare for me he feels like people are just out to get him I wonder if you ever feel like that you're you're fearful of going somewhere because you feel like people are just going to be out to get you I've got a friend who, who for Lent has given up chocolate. I live with this friend and it's rather fun to try and tempt him with a bit of chocolate. Um, I, I don't know if he feels like I'm out to trap him. Um, but more seriously, David really does feel like people are out to get him. And he's in fear of that. Leaving this cave is dangerous. And I guess that seems all the more relevant for us today with coronavirus. There are people living in fear of going out. There are people having to self-isolate, not being able to go out. People feeling trapped. People feeling weary in their spirits. And David's despair, it leads him to feeling like just nobody cares. No one cares. Verse 4 says this. Look and see there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. As a teenager, I went through a a little spell where I would just come out with saying, who cares? Who who cares that I I don't do my homework? Who cares that I've just spent the day watching TV? Who, Who cares? I don't know why I went through that, but I did. And I feel like we can trans, we, we could say that verse four is David saying, who cares? Who cares for me? Maybe you feel like that. You're going through so much pain. You've tried all sorts of things to stop it. You've seen all sorts of people. And the pain just doesn't stop. It doesn't go away. Does anyone care about this? Or those lonely days that you're going through? Does anyone actually care? 
And David goes on saying that he feels like he has no refuge. No refuge, no place of safety, security. He's vulnerable in this cave. But even when it feels like that, there is someone who cares. Even in the midst of David's despair, God is there. Verse 3 says, it is you who watch over my way. God is watching over his situation. God is there. When you're alone and you can't sleep and you're full of anxiousness that nobody else seems to share, God is there. He is watching over us. And so we can do what, what David does and cry out to God. Verse 1, I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaints. Before him I tell all my trouble. David chooses to cry out to God. He lifts his voice before God and cries out to him. This may have happened to you this evening coming into church, but you know those times when people say, how are you? And you say, I'm fine. But actually that's code for, I'm okay. Or actually I'm feeling terrible, but I'm not going to tell you. I tried writing a, a list of how many people I feel like I could really, really honestly say how I'm feeling to And that number was quite low. And I wonder if I asked you to do the same thing, how many people would be on that list? How many people could you really tell all your trouble to? Well, you know what? We can tell God. Even if we feel like we can't tell anyone else, we can tell God our trouble. He knows anyway. He sees it. We can cry out to him as David does in this psalm. And as David does this, he is taught some things about God that we're going to see. And the first thing is that God is our refuge. God is our refuge. David goes from in verse 4 saying that he has no refuge to this in verse 5. He says, I cry to you, Lord. I say you are my refuge. Even in despair, God is there. He is there as a refuge, as a place of safety of da- from danger. His safety and security is found completely in God. Last year, at some point, Abby and I watched this film. It's called The Impossible. Uh, it's, it's a great film. Um, but rather sad film, in a way. It follows the journey of a family who go on holiday to Thailand. It's a really nice holiday resort. But it's in the year 2004, and it's Christmas time. 
And it's when the Boxing Day tsunami hits. And when that hits, suddenly they lose the refuge, the safety of their holiday resort. The refuge of the the family being together. And they have to cling on to bits of trees, of cars, of all sorts of things to cling on to dear life. And this may slightly spoil the film for you, but they do get reunited at the end. They do have that refuge again at the end of the family being back together and they get to fly home. They lose their refuge. And David likewise goes from desperation and despair to finding his refuge is in God. He can rest secure, even when all his, the things in his world comes crashing down around him, he can rest secure in God. When in despair, God is there. And for us, when our world comes crashing down around us, When we go through times of grief, of pain, and we wonder, when will it end? God is our refuge. We are secure. We are safe in him. When in despair, God is there. Each time in my life when I've gone through troubles of various kind, I find this is often the last resort, but I, when I turn to God in prayer, even though that situation may not change, I feel like I have a, a peace of knowing that God is there as a, my refuge, someone whom I can trust him. That is something he's teaching me, I'm sure he's teaching uh, many of us. And you can know that too. In your times of loneliness, reach out to him. Cry to him. Find him your refuge. And he may even grant relief to your loneliness. When in despair, God is there. And of course, the thing that brings so many of us despair is sin. And in God, we have a refuge from sin. Through Jesus, God's Son, who came into the world, who experienced not the loneliness of a cave, but the loneliness of the cross, who faced the punishment for our sin. In Jesus, we can find refuge, safety from our sin. And if we've done that, we can find refuge in all the troubles that life will throw away. God is our refuge. God is also our portion. God is our portion. That seems a a funny way to describe someone as our portion. I don't say to family and friends, you are my portion. So what does it mean to say that God is our portion? Well, 
apparently, uh, portion refers to sort of inheritance. Uh, and back in the Old Testament, um, God's people entered the promised land. And they were in 12 tribes. And one of those tribes was Levi. Uh, and for all the other tribes, God portioned up the land. But for the tribe of Levi, God said to them that your service to me is your portion. In other words, you are, I, I am your portion, God says. I am all that you need. You don't need to find all you need in your security in your land. You find it in, in me. And so David says, in the land of the living, you are my portion. In the loneliness of this cave, when the land isn't really giving him any joy and life, he can find in God all that he needs. The old preacher, Charles Spurgeon, said about this verse, There is no living in the land of the living like living upon the living God. There is no living in the land of the living like living upon the living God. Life is truly found in being in God. And so David in his desperation, in his hiding in in this cave, in God he is truly alive. In God, he finds all he needs, a refuge, a safety from enemies. Safety from sin. Comfort in his loneliness. He has God even if he has nothing else. You know what? We too have so much, don't we? We have money, we have clothes, we have beds, we have Lego, we have iPads, we have homes, we have friends, we have family. And yet we daydream of even more. We daydream of a dream holiday. We daydream of a new home. We daydream of so much. And then we get those things and then we want more. But we find all we truly need. True satisfaction is found in God, who is our portion. And maybe in in times of despair, we feel like we just have nothing. We feel hopeless. And yet we have God. And so if we're struggling with a time of great sadness, We can find God as the God of all comfort. We can reach out to him and we can tell him our sadness. We can look to him, trust in him. When in despair, God is there. He is our refuge. He is our portion, all that we need. And finally, he is to be praised. Verse 6 says this, listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. David cries out to God some more. But David's cries here, I think, change. As he's 
seen more about who God is, that he is his refuge and his portion. He has a renewed confidence in God to help him in his despair. He says to God, rescue me, Uh, a bold cry. But he knows that God, his refuge and his portion can do that. Even in his helpless situation, even though these enemies may seem so strong, he might be feel outnumbered, yet God is there. He is his strong refuge. When in despair, God is there. And because God is there, he can be confident in him. He knows that God will deliver him, that God will show his goodness to him. He is confident. And the result is praise to God. Verse 7, set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Set me free, David says, to praise you. Rescue me so that I may praise you. David finds in God his refuge and portion. And when he sees that God can rescue him, that result should be praise. But not just from David. He says, the righteous will gather about me. You you can picture David standing there uh, and surrounded by people of God. Hearing of God's goodness to David. And they will praise him for seeing how good God has been to him. It's good for us. It's good for us to share with other people about how God is working, has worked in our life. It can give confidence to see God does work through tough situations. Uh, And I I felt it appropriate to to share something briefly from my own life, how God has been at work. On the 7th of April 2009, my world came crashing down around me. My mum left home. I lost the refuge of having a mum at home. Experienced all sorts of emotions, sadness, loneliness, abandonment, all sorts of things. But what got me through that, and what gets me through that today, is what got David through his time of despair. And that is God. Knowing God as his refuge, as his portion. And so it's psalms like this that we truly need in these times. They help us to trust in our good God. Because when in despair, God is there. And this psalm above all points us to the Lord Jesus. We've seen a bit of that already. It points us to him who suffered alone in that dark place on the cross. And our confidence can be in him, our saviour, Jesus. He knows what it's like to suffer rejection from friends. He knows what it's like to suffer temptation to sin. He knows what it's like to weep by the gravesite. To suffer the pain of living in a human body. 
to feel alone in a dark and scary place. And so whatever we're facing this week, in our anxiousness, if we're feeling scared, if we're feeling lonely, in pain, our Saviour knows. He is our refuge. He cares for us. We can look to him. Find him as our portion. All we need is found in him. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, you are so good to us. We thank you for the Lord Jesus We thank you that in him we can find our portion, our living bread. In him we can live. Upon him we can cast our care. He saves from death, destruction and despair. Thank you that he saves. He is our refuge in each deep distress. Thank you that he will supply our every need. So help us, we pray, in our lives to trust in you, the God who is there even in despair. Amen.